inspiration. Turn up the motivation. You're on the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Zig Ziggler wants you to be your best. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsay. It seems a day doesn't go by that we don't hear something on the news about a sex scandal or greed resulting in a downfall of a company. In this insightful podcast, Zig will make the case that your character does matter. Let's listen to Zig Ziglar. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Almost from the very beginning of my life, I was considered somewhat of a rebel. And by that, I mean I simply did not play the game as everybody necessarily thought the game should be played. As a youngster, I got in a lot of fights. One of the reasons I got into a lot of fights is because I could not stand to see a bully take advantage of a smaller child. And on many occasions, though it appeared to be none of my business, I got involved and I defended the smaller child or the one who was less athletically inclined. That was a sign of rebellion. Now, I'll have to confess in all fairness that I enjoyed fighting. And the bottom line is then I got into some I had no business getting into. I never will forget one occasion where I was being inducted into a situation where it required crawling through the legs of the other guys. And they would swat me on the rear as I went between their legs. And I have a low threshold of pain. And I felt that I could not defend myself because I couldn't. I did not like that at all. And as a youngster, I simply made a decision that I was never going to take advantage of someone else, putting them in a position like that. In that way, I rebelled. I never forget in 1943, I went to summer school at Hines Junior College in Raymond, Mississippi. 
My purpose in being there was to pick up some extra math and science so I could qualify for the V-5 program, which is the preliminary training for the Naval Air Corps, which I wanted to get in during World War II. And there they had two classes. They were the freshmen and the sophomores. Now, every newcomer was a freshman, and everybody that had been there the year before were sophomores. And they had had a tradition there for a long time, and that is that the sophomores forced all the freshmen to run a certain obstacle course, and it really didn't take but about 30 minutes to do it. But again, that just struck me as not being, you know, why should these guys tell us what to do when we outnumbered them two to one? And so I suggested to some of the bigger guys, I was a little guy in the crowd, but I suggested that that didn't make any sense to me, and why don't we just tell them we're not going to run? And so when the guys told us to run, I spoke up. You know, I've always been outspoken, and I said, we're not going to do it. They said, we're going to make you do it. And a couple of the big guys stood up and said, now, who's going to make us? And <laughs> the bottom line, they really decided that the run was kind of immaterial. Anyhow, it didn't make a whole lot of difference. Let's just be friends. Well, you know, along the way, and in recent years, I've been talking a great deal about character. You know, in the last 10 years, there have been a lot of people who maintain that character really did not count. It wasn't that important. As long as you could do your job, that was the only thing that really mattered to anybody. Well, the reality is, when you have a character issue, character does count in the way you do your job at home, on the job, and in society. For the simple reason, as an example, when Mr. Clinton and Mr. Bush argued about family values, they never could determine what are family values. And the reason is very simple. There's no such thing as family values. They're life values. The same values that will make you a good husband and father or a good mother and wife are the same values that will stand you in wonderful stead there in corporate America, down on the job, whether you're in business for yourself or whether you're part of a large organization. Character does count, and I talk about this several times throughout this series, but just to emphasize a point in a, what I think is a very significant way, none of us can clearly be successful unless we understand what Francis Yokohama said. He was a gentleman who did a significant study on several generations from several different cultures, and he followed them through. And he discovered this. He said, trust is the indicator that determines in almost every instance the growth and success not only of the individual but of the nation. Now, let's translate that into individual terms. What marriage could be uh, happy and successful if the husband did not trust the wife or vice versa? What organization could be successful if part of the leadership team did not trust the other part to make the right decision? I think we're seeing conflict in our political world today because there's distrust among various people and with good cause because we've seen so many people who went astray of that trust by having character flaws. The reality is virtually all great failures are character failures, and all you've got to do is search the records or read today's newspaper or tomorrow's newspaper, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, trust, character, balance in life, all, if you have them, will enable you to take that view from the top, and I can tell you, you're going to like the view. 
Think about it. Most of the financial crisis we hear about today is caused by character flaws of those who are in power. What you do matters. Be a person of character in your business and your home. Until next week, this is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Sigler. Sigler. Inspiring true performance.